If you could name any uh, character on Mario Party to describe you, who is it? Princess Peach. Waluigi. Uh, Bowser. Is that her name? Who? Princess Peach? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but yeah cool. Princess Peach. It's because I'm a princess. Like, there you go. Go ahead. Come, like, you know, explain yours because mine's, you know. Mine was too easy. Amber, you're like Yoshi. You're not like Yoshi. <laughs> mine was too easy. Yeah. I mean, I long, physically look skinny. like <laughs> long nose. I'm not going to Yeah, I talk like that too. Yeah. I chose Bowser. Because you're evil? Literally. Because he's like so dominant. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, stealing, I, I like Bowser. He's stealing girls out here. I like Bowser. I like the Bowser history. Your perception <laughs> on evil characters is like so weird. It's because, look at it. In Mario Party, Bowser is having the most fun. You he always look at like the like the most evil characters or like the worst characters as like misunderstood. Because it's, ga- it's a game, right? It's a game. Everybody's playing a game, right? Mm-hmm. But but he's like chilling in his castle. But Bowser. But Mario's like doing all the fun stuff. No, Mal- uh, like like Bowser gets to <laughs> set up the Rapunzel. courses. He gets to like control. True. He's playing like God almost, if you think about it. Oh my God! Dang, God Again, complex. Your perception <laughs> twisting. Things. Hey, I don't care. I've been playing Mario Party for the past two weeks. It's a lit game, and yeah, people need to get on the roll of the Nintendo Switch because it's <laughs> a beast system. Yeah, and I'm not a gamer like that, but it's fun. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Strange Flavors. Wow, guys. Waluigi <laughs> over here. <laughs> My name is Shimmer. My name is Faraz. My name is Amber. And you guys can hear us on all the that, that, podcasting that. platforms, uh, <laughs> such as like Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. So what's been going on with you guys recently? Not much, just enjoying the nice October breezes. October breezes and Mario Party Party. and all that. Amber, did you watch the Habib and McGregor fight? I afterwards watched parts on Twitter. (laughs) Wait, like what was your perception of it? Because you didn't actually... I didn't. So I was... um, Actually, Emma told me over text. He was like, oh yeah, by the way, an update on the fight. I was like, I don't care, first of all. (laughs) But then when he said it, I was like, what? So I went on Twitter and I was like, whoa, what is happening? And then I just see like all of you guys like butthurt. (laughs) Just like about like this whole thing of like, oh, like why did he do this? And da 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 da. And my brother, he's um, a McGregor fan. So I go downstairs and I just start teasing him. I'm like, oh, you seem pretty mad right now. And he just like gets, he's like, I'm not mad. And then just started being like, like explaining all aggressively. And everyone was so like mad and aggressive on Twitter that we night. Weren't, we weren't butthurt. We were just very shocked. I know. Yeah. We but wanted, did, well, Shamir wanted McGregor to win. Uh, okay. So that's not what you said you on, the the, podcast. on the podcast. I was voting for Habib and I was for the first two rounds. But then like Habib was dominating so much that like it wasn't even fun anymore. It wasn't fun anymore. So I wanted to see how McGregor could like come back because Habib is just so much of a better wrestler mm-hmm. and it was just more fun to me to just switch on the underdog side right. because I could clearly see that McGregor but was But like underdog. did this clip or something come out like much later or something because I feel like at night everybody's perception was different and then the next day everybody Well we got perception- more and more information as it went yeah. on but yeah. pretty much I mean if if you haven't seen what happened with that it was a UFC fight uh one of the biggest in history. It was Conor McGregor versus Khabib Nurmagomedov. One's Irish, and, one's Russian. Yeah, and there was a lot of build-up towards the fight. Oh, yeah, um, he's being like racist and, and stuff too, right? Yeah, I mean, the the thing is that 
McGregor uses these tactics for marketing purposes to sell the fight, and it works. And to get into people's heads. So yeah. it's like win, win, win for everybody. For Khabib, he's for- like very foreign on that on that sort mm-hmm. of issue, and he takes his honor of his family, his religion, and the fighting, and, and the actual fight, like as a respect sport, and he takes it very seriously. So he's not with all of like he he understands the promoting stuff. the fight, but yeah. but when it comes to like literally making fun of his family, teasing him about his religion and things like that. Right. He was not okay with that. Mm-hmm. And I think that even for all of us watching it, like we were like, oh, wait, he is very, yeah. this is mu- very much a fight for yeah. him. And so like during the fight, you know, Habib was dominating pretty right. much the whole time and then got uh, McGregor to tap out. And then afterwards, uh, Habib jumps over the octagon mm-hmm. and kicks his um what is it partner mcgregor's one of his teammates mm-hmm. like straight in the face and there's a huge brawl that happens and then right uh, habib's teammates come in and mcgregor's like fighting them inside the octagon and like trying to defend himself and all that so what's stuff. this punch that ha- happened right on top of that fence that like apparently like is the controversial part of so all before this. people thought that um like habib's teammates jumped in after mcgregor for no reason mm-hmm. but it turns out that mcgregor actually put the first punch mm-hmm. uh, on a guy who was like standing on the octagon. On one of his corner men. Corner, men. corner yeah. men. Yeah, like out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And so that's why everyone started punching McGregor. But right. there was a different camera angle that we saw that we thought like, okay, maybe everyone's just ganging up on McGregor because of all the promo right, stuff. So stuff. when we saw it, like my initial react, uh, reaction was, um, I was disappointed. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was right. like, I was, bro, why would you like, do that? I was so excited <laughs> mm-hmm. for Khabib. I was, I've seen Khabib fight before and I... I watched briefly a little mm-hmm. bit of his style and everything like that. And I always really loved how humble he was and how true to his nation and his religion and his uh, family mm-hmm. uh, and group of um, teammates he was. Like, mm-hmm. he's so devoted to all of that. Right. And then so I was rooting for him. Uh, I was I liked Connor before this. I still do like his, you know, he's a very dominant UFC fighter. He's a really good businessman. But when it came to this fight, I would... I, you know, obviously, I have personal attachment to uh, sharing a religion with mm-hmm. Khabib, and I thought some of the stuff he was doing was taking it too far. And I was like, you know, I don't really like that, but whatever. I still understood it was the business part of it. But what was uh, hard to see was like when Khabib jumped over, and he, like, for us, it was like, oh, he ruined the moment. And that was very hard to see because I was like, man, like, you had this moment and you could have done this and this. But since then, I've actually thought about this every single day. Like, I don't know why, but it's been very like heavy on my mind about this fight just because it's like it makes me think about my own morals, the things that I honor and the things most importantly that I would and would not be willing to sacrifice for success. Mm -hmm. And for someone like Conor McGregor, he puts himself out there all the way. And he's like, you know, this is and it's funny that this um, video came out afterwards of uh, when Khabib was like going pounding on um on McGregor and he was saying like let's talk now let's talk now yeah. and he keeps saying that and and, and before that uh, McGregor was saying like yo it's all business like no, no he so he said that afterwards oh, that's what I was gonna get to okay. yeah he said that like after McGregor realized that this is very serious for Khabib he was like hey hey it's all business and then Khabib responded like okay let's see let's let's do the business or whatever so McGregor was like I think shaken up a little bit he's like wait he's taking this very seriously and so that shows to me that that was kind of like after since after that. So initially I said that we were disappointed, right? Mm-hmm. Since I've seen all of like the tapes and I've like done a little bit more research on Khabib, I've really, really grown my respect for him. Mm-hmm. And 
And um, one of his uh, teammates who jumped in the octagon afterwards to punch McGregor is being punished and he might not be able to fight in the UFC. And Khabib literally came out with a statement that was like, I'm going to not be a part of the UFC if you do anything to my brother. Mm-hmm. I've already gained my honor. Mm-hmm. I've already you know, shown the respect to my family, my religion, my nation. I need nothing more. And I'll literally pull out if you mm-hmm. do that. Which is crazy to me because right. he's the biggest thing right now. Right. And for him to say that and do that, that is ex- like that shows that he practices what he preaches literally. Mm-hmm. And I've, you know, all of his fights, he bows down to the ground when he wins. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are some things where he gets kind of like uh, rough with the other fighter. But for the most part, like he is very respectful. He has even like after he's beaten somebody, going over, hugged him, kissed him. And, you know, like... S- he does goes above and beyond right. but with mcgregor he thought that he took it way too yeah. far also mcgregor does do that too like after a fight he'll like trash talk whoever and then he'll like hug the person and be like yo you're Good a great fight. fighter you're right. awesome Whatever. that's true but with this it wasn't like that and also khabib when he jumped over he wasn't going after mcgregor he was going after his teammate who was like trash talking him by the way he was calling him a terrorist yeah. and right. that that set him off and even so i was listening to joe rogan's podcast and connor's coach was actually on there and he said, I don't think Habib did the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Like, because Dylan Dennis, which is uh, McGregor's teammate, he's like a hothead. Like, mm-hmm. he I, he was like, I think he deserved that. Right. So, And the whole thing is that, okay, so if you're trying to sell the fight, mm-hmm. if you're trying to do all of um, that trash talking beho- beforehand to, to get people excited and everything like that, cool. But what is the point of doing it after the fight is over? Mm-hmm. And that's what is like, that doesn't make any sense. You know, if McGregor was trash talking beforehand, okay. But yeah. Dylan Dan is like afterwards calling him a terrorist still. Yeah. That After doesn't make won. any sense. Yeah. Right. And, you know, if, if there's a rematch or something, I would be like, this is stupid. I don't think there should be one. I think that Khabib's been, well, everybody in the UFC knows that he should have been fighting these mm-hmm. superstars way long ago because he is really dominant. The man like literally used to wrestle bears as a kid. Literally, very Wait, literally. What? Yes. Yeah. Like That's in Russia. Videos. There's a very good documentary series. Um, on uh youtube i think it's like life in dagestan which is where he's from Uh and uh the whole story behind that is that he was in an area which was uh like relocated and it's kind of like how bosnia worked Mm -hmm. uh from like croatia and everything and uh they were like separated um the muslims from there and everything like that it wasn't as bad but um like there's this area where then there's like a lot of people that are relocated and there um there's tensions and so it can cause terrorism to occur mm-hmm. because th- there's all this tension. But uh, Khabib's father, he started this camp where with all these fighters and stuff like that to try to take the kids away from that mm-hmm. environment. And everyone is just so like close and like humble and, and always remembers their roots, mm-hmm. which is so amazing. And like you guys should definitely check that out if you get a Didn't chance. Didn't he say something like, I don't see why people are so mad about what happened there when he's been spending all these months like like do, throwing, throwing the, the, a dolly the, at, you know, the the tour and then talking the badly bus. about a religion and per, like yeah. and family and all this type of stuff. So like it's interesting that he had that perspective too. He's like I he's like this happened like here after the fight after he did all this and like I'm the bad. Well, people person. don't realize that the responsibility of all of this is really actually in Dana White's hands, who is the president of the UFC for allowing this kind of stuff to happen. He like sucks up to McGregor because he makes him all his money mm-hmm. and he lets all of that stuff slide. Like, you know, he if McGregor is going to do something that's so terrible that literally hurt people that took people out of their own fights. Right. 
and then still gives him a little like you know slap on the wrist lets him do it again slap on the wrist lets him do it again and keeps continuing this type of behavior Mm -hmm. you know is that how you want to be known well also i saw this like video compilation of like this being mcgregor's tactic of coming out like using racist tactics and using like you know insulting ways of like people in their lifestyle i don't think that he's actually racist i think that's those videos i know what videos you're talking about it's yeah i think that they try to like really reach for something and yeah. I don't think he's racist and he, against. He also plays. For the he also purposes. plays the villain role like right. a lot. Like he tries to do that, okay. and so I think that's what really sells these tickets. Right. But again, it all comes down to like you know, what what are you willing to sacrifice? And McGregor is willing to put it on the line, and Khabib clearly has drawn the line and mm-hmm. says, "You don't talk about these things. I don't care about the money or anything." He remembers, you know, what is most valuable like, to him at the end is of the a day. Sport. Right. Which I like. I've only grown my respect for Khabib, and I love that you know, in sports and in anything in general, there there should always be like records are meant to be broken. There's a, supposed to be a new king, and you know, McGregor has had his time. That's great. UFC is not a very long lasting sport. You know, you get damaged and you're out. Like Ronda Rousey was a huge thing when she mm-hmm. was popping, and now she's in the WWE. But it's Khabib's time, and he's the king. That's what I gotta say about yeah. it. I respect him. Like crazy. a lot of feuds have been happening. And Bill Cosby update. He was <laughs> slapped in the face with a prison chicken patty. After being hot, slapped in the face with a hot dog. With a hot dog. I don't know what's going on. Why are people slapping him in the face? I mean, with I, food. Yeah, with food. And why are we getting these updates? I have no idea. Honestly, mood. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen uh, Kanye hugging Trump and all that stuff? Him in the Oval Office? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I was, I think you guys remember when I was like Team Kanye during the whole he was wearing the make great, uh, make America great again cap and all that kind of stuff. I don't think he's been able to back up that um, the things that he was saying then. And mm-hmm. now I think that you don't have to, you know, there's like the mentality. It's like, you can't beat them, join them. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't, that doesn't apply to everything. Mm-hmm. And if you think about, you know, we do have certain topics on there, like, you know, Khabib and McGregor. And now like with Kanye and Trump, it's a, it's a similar thing of like, you know, how much do you honor what you believe in? Would you be willing to take part? And that's what Kanye is trying to do in the politics of America and play the game just to get your viewpoint across? Or would you rather just be like, no, that's my line. I'm not going to go and be on Trump's side. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do my own thing. Why are you laughing? I'm sorry. I'm just like really thinking about this one video I saw on Twitter where like, you know how Kanye's unlocking his phone oh, and no, his I password is like zero, 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 zero. And it's like, I don't know how the internet does it, but then it opens up and it's like Kim oh, yeah. sex tape. And oh just, my God. It just like has repeated when you're talking about this and it's like all serious. And I'm just like thinking about how ridiculous also, that Also, everybody's like making a huge deal about his password. Like, like, why is that so? Yeah. Funny? Well, like, I mean, why does Kanye have a password that's so dumb too? I mean, like, and also, I'm sure he could have opened it with his thumb. Face ID or something? No, yeah. no, he. he had oh, okay. Well, face yeah. ID. He was straight up like zero, 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 zero. <laughs> Maybe it's one of those things that you don't want to. You have to set a password on your phone when you have like your yeah. Apple Pay and everything. Maybe and maybe he didn't want to like put the phone in front of his face or whatever. He just like quickly like zero, zero, yeah. zero, zero. I mean, but but it's, it's hilarious. And like uh, it was funny because Trump was like, "Oh, these very fine gentlemen, like we appreciate each other." And then Kanye's like, "No, I love you." And then he, he was like, "Trump was like, I don't want to put you in that position." 
conversation. He's like, no, I love you. And he like gets off his seat and he's like, I love this man right here. People at the like, White House were saying that it was a very awkward encounter. Uh, oh, you like, could see that through the camera too. And I, and Trump is BSing, you know, like if it was any other rapper or whatever that was saying anything bad, even if it was yeah. Kanye that was saying anything bad, he would be like, oh, Kanye, your music is trash anyways. Yeah. It's, it's just like a flip of switch for either of them. Like Kanye is building up his ego while building up his own and well, it's an trump ego is a, game trump is like the actual like biggest clout chaser too so he's like oh any yeah, big you, person that's what out you think here is like kanye's trying to chase that clout i think that trump is too because yeah. anybody who's big in the media who says anything nice about trump all of a sudden everything they do is right all of their stuff is great everything is beautiful but as soon as you say something bad about trump you're trash you also know? this this um uh this series that's on hbo right now i think it's called the shop lebron james does it um Drake was on that recently, mm-hmm. and uh, they were actually talking about the whole Kanye and Drake mm-hmm. uh, beef. And Drake uh, said openly that, you know, I went to Wyoming. He called me out there. Uh, I told him about, you know, I was going to be a father. I'm having trouble with the the mother of my son. And uh, he told him, he played him the album. He played in March 14th. And um, Kanye then went and, like, and he wrote a song with him that, was the poopity scoop one mm-hmm. yeah but drake had completely different lyrics and then kanye released that and then drake was like okay so he's trolling me and then he lined up all of his album Almost. releases around the date that drake was supposed to release yeah and, and then push the t comes out with the diss track which is literally mentioning everything that drake told to kanye and so now you know it's mm-hmm. kind of apparent that kanye had a lot to do with this yeah and that makes me lose a lot of respect for him for yeah. doing that that's really weird i don't know it seems like this is like you know little kids beefing like it mm. makes these huge rappers seem like you know uh beef that like people would have like at school or something like right. that mm. and i feel like that's really interesting like on this perspective that's, that's really messed up yeah you it know? is messed like up. I, I don't like that at all yeah and i think kanye's like tactic and kanye's like like look has like become very clear and it's very much like it doesn't matter like what my belief is like seeing to everyone else the more people have their name in my mouth the way i'm winning and that's definitely trump's yeah. tactic and i think that's become very apparent but i hope that people will stop buying into because i think that as soon as kanye does this kind of stuff he comes out with an album and right now right. he's in africa and he's like oh i'm going back to my roots i hope people aren't blind to that and are like oh yeah this music is amazing and you know we love kanye again but be like you know skeptical enough and and you don't have to be like oh either i like kanye or i don't but we can say like objectively objectively like okay i'll listen to his music but i'm not gonna buy his clothing or anything i'm not gonna support this man because his right. vision is not my vision and he's doing the wrong thing right yeah. Did you see uh, Snoop Dogg? He was like, make your music great again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then T.I. went off too. So like everybody's... And Pete just... Davidson, he ha- he wore that hat oh, on yeah. SNL that was like, make Kanye 2006 again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's really good. Did you guys uh, see the Aladdin trailer? I saw the little teaser trailer. Man. Yo, that's I saw crazy. the article for it. I haven't seen the teaser trailer yet. I can't believe that's happening. I can't believe Amber told us that news right before we started. That just like threw me off. Yeah. So apparently there's going to be no Abu or Magic Carpet. What kind of, what is that? that they're How? like the most essential characters, I honestly. Know. I think it's, they're better than also, Aladdin. I feel like the carpet is like kind of like brings the whole like love story to life. And it's yeah. like, that's what brings the magic. How are they going to do a whole movie? new world? What, are they going to be riding know. a camel or like motorcycle or something? I don't know. I, oh my <laughs> like, God. I hope not a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that'd be kind of cool. New world. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's probably going to be a camel. Loki, I'm, I'm super upset. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to watch this movie anymore. No, no but well, not that. I was going to say because I was supposed to be Aladdin. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> no, but honestly, like, if there was if there was one thing that I wanted in this life since I was a kid. Did you audition? <laughs> well, kind of. I Like, well, my brother auditioned. Okay. And, and um, I really wanted him to, like, get it, of course. Right. I was like, that'd be so cool. And then my dad, he told my dad, uh-huh. uh, my brother did. And he's like, why don't you tell your brother to do it? <laughs> oh no and you're then, always taking the spotlight then, from that no i i am not yes you are <laughs> first the house of cards didn't even let him get in the scene okay for that that's different because i literally like made my way up to the top and i told him to come with me and i had this whole thing planned i was like he's we'll snatching rolls out here i was like Sean we'll have here. this little brother moment where like you know i'm looking for you and this and that and he's like no you can't move up there like i'm gonna get you're marked a spotlight on the- snatcher <laughs> shut up listen <laughs> well since i was a kid i wanted to be aladdin and now i don't get to be a so <laughs> But I'm excited because Will Smith's going to be the uh, genie. Yeah. That's pretty dope. So that's the only thing I'm excited that's for lit. now. Now that finding out Abu or mm-hmm. the carpet. And, the, and Jasmine is half Indian, half British. And then. I think the casting for that was cool. Because yeah. um, she was in the well, Power Rangers. Why, why did people have a problem with the casting? They said that, like, you know, they're not. Well, the dude's not whatever. Middle Eastern. No, he's he was Egyptian. A, I thought he was Egyptian. No, he's not. Yeah. I thought he was Egyptian. Not what I looked up right before. I don't know. We have to do some facts. <laughs> because what I looked up right before was not but, that. But the thing is that Aladdin is not a real, or uh, what's it called? Agrabad? Agrabad. It's not a real place. And yeah. also, like, if you watch the movie, um, there's so many mix of cultures. There's He's Middle Eastern Tunisian elements, Dutch. Indian elements. He's Tunisian Dutch. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, that's not brown. He looks brown. Or Middle Eastern. What is He Tunisian? looks it. <laughs> From mm-hmm. Tunisia. I don't have I don't have a huge problem with it. I think we have to watch the movie and see. Yeah. Um. But you know, we'll see what it is. As, as, Either way, least, it's exciting. As long as it's not like this white is a people great being cast childhood for it. movie. Yeah. That's like you know that's gonna be lit. Now I'm actually more excited for the Mulan movie that's coming out the live action. Wait, movie. is there is there a Chinese girl playing? Yeah, I think okay. they cast oh, it all, all Chinese cast. So nice. awesome. I'm excited for that. But yeah. now we are going to go to our greatest segment of ever, the Q and A portion. Of the show. Yay. Woo! Yay. So you guys sent in some questions and topics for us to discuss. Um, and so, and yeah, you, some of you wanted to shout out. Some of you want to be anonymous. So we will go through those and see um, what we got. Okay, so let's just start off right from the bat. Um, Alina says, will Amber marry me? Of course, Alina. Pop the question. We good. Wow. That was easy. That was easy. Yeah. <laughs> I love Alina. She's no so conditions. nice. Shout out Alina. Shout she's out always, Alina. you know, she's a she's a real life supporter. Dang. I love you, Lena. Ni Yeti says colleges. Your opinion on colleges, I guess. Um, I think we were kind of discussing this last night. Um, I think they're in a, in gr- a small topic. I think they're great. Um, if you know what you're doing, or even if you don't know what you're doing, I think it helps you figure out what you want to. It do. helps you figure out what you want to do, and you meet like smart people. You meet like very like talented people or whatnot and good for connections thinking i think it helps you like gain a good like gain that skill of critical thinking as long as you take advantage of it like if you go to the clubs and go to not like club dance clubs but like the (laughs) organizations organizations. right and like that you're interested in or you helps build skill yeah helps build skill leadership skills and learn about like career paths and all that stuff Mm -hmm. i think also anything is what you make of it and college is exactly was exactly that for me i did not want to be there because i wanted to be focusing on my stuff but i was like okay while i'm here why don't i take advantage of everything possible and like you know really get to know my professors and be like 
you know, forget this, uh, the the work that we're doing in class, but like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And get to know them and, and learn how the industries work and things like that. Yeah. For anything in life, yeah. it is what you make of it. So yeah. if you're going to be there, make make yeah. the most I out think of it. overall, everyone should go at least like, for a semester at least find out if it's your thing or whatever and, and sometimes explore, explore. Yeah. and so, take classes that are like you know that you wouldn't necessarily know that you would be interested in but will make you think yeah further than what your general life will like have you experience deaf facts um Briani and Raita this guy shout always out. always out here Briani and Raita shout out um he says Briani or <laughs> of course he has a Briani he says Briani or Nahari whose mom makes the best Briani Ooh, so um, I I don't think I've ever tried either of your mom's biryani. Yeah, I don't biryani. think you guys have no, tried my mom's biryani. I've my never mom's tried your mom's. Yeah, yeah, your mom's biryani is good. It's very. We can go with process because we like eat different. his mom's food a lot. Yeah. Um, like I a, I personally like Nihari better than biryani. Really, I like biryani better. But you like biryani. Yeah. Biryani is a rice. Uh, but you don't eat it with raita, which is the yogurt. Yeah. You don't eat is, biryani with raita. No. What is the purpose? It still tastes good. No, like that the cooling yogurt with the cucumber I like the crunch. I like the hot. That is what makes it so good. I like the heat. Oh no. S H four N. I think that's Sean. Sean. Um, that's like Danny, but like D four N. Underscore. <laughs> underscore zero. He says, "What's your favorite feature in a girl?" Oh, the he's saying, uh, "What's your favorite feature in a girl?" That's From easy. The butt chin video. The butt chin. The butt chin. Yeah. Actually. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all, all That's a reference to one of our videos. Yeah. All butchin girls hit up Shimmer in his DMs. That should be you. <laughs> Amber, what's your favorite feature in a girl? Oh, I don't know. Probably like... Personality. Literally personality. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I like... I don't know. I, I feel like it'd be too shall- shallow to say like a, fe- like a physical feature. No, I don't think... You can still I have a butchin. favorite one. <laughs> it doesn't have to be like, oh, this is my... Uh, condition that also like as a friend of a I, girl like i what appreciate would... like you know like a nice structured face you know okay. flaky brows okay. nice, like okay. you know that's like with everybody though or two right mm-hmm. just like people in general oh and I also think. i have a lot of like love for my thick girls out there thick girls <laughs> yes. thickies for us there's too many <laughs> <laughs> um i think if I said, if I had to say favorite, because there's a lot of things, because if you go from person to person, there's always good features. That's yeah. like, I really like your Unique. eyes. I really like your whatever. But I think that one of the most, like, the coolest features is a voice. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if the person has a really good voice that is just, like, maybe unique or something like that, I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, also, skin is, like... I think like having good wow. skin is. Wow, he I'm, likes the fair what? and lovely girls. No, 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 not skin Whoa. color. I'm just not kidding. Skin color. Whoa. I'm just trying to make it controversial <laughs> up in here. Controversial you episode. Could be, <laughs> no, if you you could be any skin color, but if your skin is nice, Hashtag I'm just like yo, racist. like you take care of your skin, put yeah. on found, like. Okay. Also, black girls have some of the nicest skin oh, ever. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah, don't yeah, even, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Um, but if you have nice skin, like that's something that's really cool because also uh makeup hides a lot of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but if naturally you have good skin i think that's really cool mm-hmm. which not like if you don't have good skin then that like that's not your fault or anything wow. yeah sometimes it's gen- genetics it's gen- but i'm just saying like when somebody does have take cares of it i'm just trying to answer the question the best <laughs> the world, sorry. shamir um, what's your answer i mean I just, he's, he's, personality oh yeah you didn't oh. use it i, I just said um 
Alex Bix, Alex BXG says, why don't you guys pick normal IG names? Do you, <laughs> do you guys have any plans to visit Switzerland? Yeah. Um, I, I, <laughs> yeah. You just, you do already? Yeah, I mean, like, okay. I've heard it's a nice place. I always okay. see, like, Swiss stuff and, but like, you heard plans? about Swiss. Oh, no, I, I mean, not plans. Everything is on the plans. Everything's on the plans. Okay. But the world. It seems like a cool place. And, Worldwide. And I think apparently their quality of life is very high. I think mm. and all that stuff i have an issue with that bring us out there homeboy let's do it <laughs> let's do it um wh- okay we got a troll walid is asking is it acceptable for me to now support trump because kanye does what do ferosti and shimmer do when the camera is not rolling the power of love or the love of power well that's actually kind of cool how do i get how do i get people to mess with my vision and sound cloud and then he asks a very inappropriate question all right walid um Vision and SoundCloud, all you got to do is wear a Make America Great Again hat. And <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden you're popping. And be contr- very hella controversial. And Just be loud. Bam. Don't make sense. Yeah. And don't actually have any backing to your political views. <laughs> and then what we do behind the camera, uh, that's too explicit. So I cannot say anything. Behind the camera, they're just planning for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> and then uh, power of love or love of power. Power of Power of love. love. Not the love of power because uh, a lot of people can be power hungry, and I don't like when people oh, are power hungry. Love of power. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. okay. I'm really stupid. Power of love, right? Yeah. Power of love. I think a good balance of both. Okay. Yeah. You gotta have a little. You gotta have a little bit of power to be able to uh, send it out to the world. Power Interesting. Like if you're, if if I'm only a believer in the power of love uh that's great but it's not necessarily making a change in the world maybe on a small scale but if i have for example if my i my mentality if I have power is of love, like every little thing can change the world you're right mm-hmm. but but i think that if you want to be really really like able to project that out into the world what if you run for a position what if you uh, do something that you are now some sort of influencer mm-hmm. but now you can use that because even for us I mean I don't know what your guys's individual like goals are with everything that we do but like my goal from the beginning has always been like this has this all this energy has to be given back somehow mm-hmm. and you know I we all come from a place that is like a third world country that like has so much potential um, there's a lot of people uh, from our religious nations and and um, just in like Pakistan in general that are suffering and mm-hmm. there has to be some sort of way that we use our influence and power to give back and if I was just on the power of love then I don't know if I would be as motivated but but wouldn't you say like your parents they're giving you the power of love in and in turn you're using that like love of power okay to influence that but in fact they might be the ones that are changing the world you know through you that's huh. awesome yeah wow so that was deep i think you could i think you could you know make us a, uh, a scenario for yeah either either, either thing or. but okay yeah. bowser what do you yeah. got next bowser the browser history says uh x zon x z con says what do you think of interracial marriage it's beautiful. Yeah. I think it's awesome. It's, I mean, I have a lot of relatives or, you know, like aunts and uncles that are like interracial. And it's kind of cool seeing like unique 
you know cultures mm-hmm. mix and it's awesome nothing negative yeah, yeah. i mean it's, it's awesome i think um one one main one cool thing is that if especially if you keep the cultures alive on both ends whatever mm-hmm. that may be or traditions or whatever mm-hmm. uh you're now educating not only each other but like the extended families and stuff and that could be an opportunity for really really dope group. It's like mixing two chocolates, different types of chocolates. Oh, God, that sounds bad. <laughs> Can we do, like, not chocolates? We have um, another example. Neapolitan Like nerd's cream. rope. It's like candy and then more oh, candy. Oh, there you go. Hudesa Shah says, what if I like a good boy because I'm a good girl? <laughs> he never texts back. What should I do? <laughs> Skirt. He doesn't sound like a good boy then. Yeah. That was an anonymous? Nope. No. Okay. Okay. Brave. Um, If he doesn't text back, just skirt, skirt. It's all good. Why? But he's a good boy. Yeah, you but... You want to chase after him. No. Nah, like, you know he's good for you. You shouldn't chase. Maybe he's playing hard to get. What if he's playing hard to get? Boy shouldn't play well, then, hard to get. Well, then that's, that's like, not? wrong communication, and you should leave that, because that's too much stress on you. I think you need to figure out what your own time uh, You should make him and, want you. And the way... And the, and I, I think the way that you're asking the question with um, one, two, three, four, five, also, six, seven question Also, did she shoot her shot? Marks, is she it saying seems she like, sh- it she seems sh- like it, it she put, did, she put she's sh- not texting. She put seven question marks though, and that makes me think that she's uh, also sending out like eight voicemails and has sixteen missed calls, and then on top of that, like thirty text messages. <laughs> and so Poor maybe girl. like I would say like maybe back up a little bit. Yeah, a little see, bit. see what you're doing wrong, mm-hmm. and if it's abnormal. And if not, if you don't think that you're doing anything wrong, then like trust and believe. There's so many people in this yeah. world don't Shoot think your that shot there's... with everybody. <laughs> don't shoot out <laughs> with everybody but don't think that this good boy is the only good boy yeah there are a million good boys she's talking <laughs> about a dog <laughs> good boy <laughs> um it's aji says what's y'all opinion on the new imran khan song he just dropped night rider fire it's so look good. out for a little bit of uh heat coming from us about that soon but gang, real gang. quick though isn't that song just like a mixture of all his old songs yeah it I is it's a lot like all, a lot of his like major lines in the songs are like major lines from, from other songs. Yeah, yeah all of his satisfy ya, amplify ya, imaginary, Knight Rider. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's Imran Early Khan. In the so, but but also I, I don't mind because that's what we expect mm-hmm. from Imran Khan. Right, right. And sometimes we're on like, oh, I wish Kanye made his old music again. But Imran Khan's literally making Make his, his old, old music again, again. <laughs> seven years later. And we're so like, change it up, Imran Khan. Keep doing you. Yeah. Um, uh, are you coming to Dubai? Wabudi says. Bring us out there. Um, uh, how t- added Adilians? How tall are you guys? I'm five eight. I'm well, s- well, let's let's I'm let's let's describe it six, in the eight. way of vegetables. Okay. So, oh, um, Shamir is a celery. No, he's oh, carrot. carrot. He's a carrot. Okay. Yeah, he's carrot. <sighs> I'm a baby carrot. <laughs> 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 what other what vegetable describes Would you be? tomato my height what tomato no 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 a he's pear. not like boy that. a pear a ve- what other long vegetables are there because we're all pretty like you know the same we're all like the same height and like the same you and i are i think the same height yeah we are. a little bit taller a little bit taller yeah so um gang we can be broccoli i'm okay with broccoli and shamir is a carrot yeah that makes no sense, but okay. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I got it. Broccoli because we, like, you know, the sprout. Your hair does not hair. go sideways. Yeah, no, no, but no. it's it's like big but and curly. In the vo- that's a carrot. Okay, that goes sideways. That has the Broccoli has like that top. volume, the voluptuous hair. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> he has volume. T- okay, that was a bad that was, way to answer the let's question. Let's do it. You're welcome. Um, Obey then bougie. 
I don't want to answer any more Kanye questions. I'm sorry. Uh, Sanam T says, what is your main goal in life? Jeez. I think we've been asked this before. <clears throat> I'm just going to go back to what I said earlier, and that's just to give back. Give back. Wow. Be happy and, and not spread be happiness. Selfless. You said what? Be happy and spread happiness. Retweet. I'll retweet that. I'm going to I'm gonna argue that. Okay. Be happy. That's a goal. Be happy and spread happiness. I know, but... Stay happy. No, I think that's a, I think that's a bad goal. Stay happy. No. I think it's I think it is important. a goal for me personally to be happy. Like remember that, we were talking about uh, uh, Ali Baluch and he, how he was saying yeah. happiness is overrated. Yeah, I agree. It's, Actually, no, but our human like natural thing, everything we're doing is for happiness. If you think yeah. about it, everything you do is for happiness. Whether you think it's not, no, it's not. It is. Yeah, it is. No, it's not yeah. because if you're if you're like doing something for revenge it brings you happiness and, it and, you okay. and i'm not okay. saying that the goal is to be happy it's to in the long run be in a state that you can be comfortable and i feel like that but, that to me is like <clears throat> like synonymous with if you, happiness if you're, is to be content and to be like you know good where you are and even if you're not along the way then again you want to be happy eventually. if you're if you're in a car and you're looking out the window and you feel like listening to sad music. Is the goal to be happy there? No, what but if you what just I'm want saying to be sad? And the it's good to but it like makes you feel good that you're like sad. But that doesn't but eventually you're going to be happy. Right. Like you want this feeling. So like even if it's But it doesn't bring you happiness. Even though. even though it's not 100% happiness, it's still like, you know, 5% happiness yeah. or 10% happiness that you're still doing it. The fact that you're but still the, living you're dwelling goal, in though. your state. That's not too. the goal though. You didn't do it to be happy. You did it to be sad. Like, but you're all, you could be happy and you're like, okay, I feel like listening to the sad song because it makes me sad. No one and I feel like being does sad. negative things to be negative. It's always, there's like always a positive thing inside of it. Like if, if you're you dwelling in your sadness, you you're think not nobody doing is it. inherently like just, I mean, sad like, or. No, they are. People well, that are depressed. I don't think people this is a depressed. black and white thing either. Yeah, it's not this is this yeah, isn't yeah, yeah. black and white. Well, so that's my whole not... point is like all these things are temporary. Right. But Happiness but that's what I'm saying the goal is to be in a state of one day you will be content, one day you'll be happy and you're going to strive and you're going to go through your trials, you're going to go through what you're going to go through and at the end of the day, if you are content, if you are good where you are and you're happy with what you're doing, like that to me is going full circle. But but if your goal is to be happy like you're okay so so i think that your goal should be something that would make you happy and along the way you're going to be you're going to reach your Which goal is of what happiness said, every single day and be happy and spread happiness because i think that those two things fuel each other okay yeah <laughs> um all right arabian goddess says i don't have a question but had to tell y'all that all of you guys are amazing inside and out oh Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. There's actually, there's actually, oh, and inside out and I love you. Oh, okay. Um, she also asks, uh, the topic of self-confidence. How do you get self-confidence? <laughs> Honesty. Uh, yeah. And embrace your weaknesses. Right. Like, Honesty. Yeah. Put them like front forward. So when you're honest with yourself, when you embrace your weaknesses, when you embrace everything about yourself, you have nothing to be afraid of um, when it comes to your confidence, at least. Sure. Do you have anything for that? No. And use your strengths. I used to, um, 
when I would do interviews, mm-hmm. I would be so uh, afraid mm-hmm. because I would memorize things in my head of what I'm supposed to say. And looking back at those interviews, whether they be job interviews, whether they be uh, things that I was being interviewed for as an artist, mm-hmm. and I like look back and cringe at that because I'm like, I was just saying what I had memorized rather than go in with an open mind and be like, okay, I have enough confidence in myself that no matter what's thrown at me, mm-hmm. I can answer that to the best of my knowledge and, and answer it honestly. Mm-hmm. Whereas all of those interviews, I remember saying the same exact thing because all I know is what I know. Mm-hmm. And I have to try to like, just give that answer. Yeah. And I think that that's like an insecurity mm-hmm. when you're just like trying to say only what you know yeah instead of being like you know what i don't know about that or like let me let me think about that for a second yeah and i think that self-confidence um god i hate to bring kanye back into this but when he said on jimmy kimmel um or when he didn't say anything on jimmy kimmel actually when he paused between questions i really respected that Mm -hmm. because i was like whoa everybody usually goes on these talk shows and just is trying to keep the show alive so they're talking and talking and talking whereas kanye felt like he needed to take a break to mm-hmm. think about it because he's like, you know, I don't know the answer and let me evaluate this in my head. Mm-hmm. And that was him being honest with himself. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what anybody else thinks, maybe people are like, oh, Kanye's too dumb. He doesn't know that. Like he had to take forever to answer it in his head. He has enough confidence to be like, no, you know what? I'm going to take that break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's I, a, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Sean. There's this one time um, my friend, he was asked to MC this like event and he was kind of like really nervous. So he asked me out of the blue, like he had so many people you could have asked. He asked me out of the blue and he was like, hey, can you help me MC? And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Like last minute, I was backstage, like mm-hmm. while the event was happening. And like out of nowhere, I like knew what to say. I like knew how to do it. And I didn't have like a script or anything. I just, mm-hmm. you know, randomly like figured out who was going next, what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I think the important thing for me to realize was that like nobody cares like if you mess up or if you do good like none of it matters as long as you're just enjoying yourself i don't know if what i'm going to say is the right answer but this is what i can feel for myself is that when you're being confident you're not for me at least i'm not never trying to be confident i'm trying to be me and if you're truly and effortlessly effortlessly yourself and being true i think that that shows within your confidence because you're not trying to front and you're not trying to pretend to be something you're not and that's what's going to show and that's where the confidence shines because there's so many people who are like oh my god you're so confident how you do it like i don't know how you do this or you know you're able to do blah blah blah. and i'm like i'm never trying to be that i'm Mm. trying to be me i'm trying to do what i can be Mm. and from that if you see my confidence then you're just gonna see it dang i'm glad you went after me because that was bars (laughs) (laughs) no and and one more one more thing to go off that like that's so true what you're saying is like i think especially for us when we perform and things like that i get so nervous and i still get nervous when i before i go and like Mm -hmm. it's just i have crazy butterflies and you know i like don't know how i'm going to feel when i'm uh done but all i'm thinking about is like that I'm nervous and then once I get out stage and either like the music plays or I'm like doing just the spoken word and once I get that first line out mm-hmm. all I know from that point is like okay this is my truth mm-hmm. and I know how to do this I've done this before mm-hmm. and from that point on I'm just like a different animal right and I'm just like saying exactly or like you know 
singing exactly what we had rehearsed and things like that and I'm just having fun at that point right. and I'm like relaxed it's like such a huge relief and afterwards yeah people are like I don't know how you do that like mm -hmm. I'd be so nervous too I'm like I think anybody could do it better than me uh, or prepare for it better than me because I literally like you know it gets so nervous Right. But they see it as confidence right. when you're just living your truth. Right. Exactly. And I think when I see you on stage, I know that you also have a similar experience. You get very nervous, but you're more vocal about it. Mm -hmm. I think I just get kind of quiet. Mm -hmm. But you are like, oh, my God, like oh, I'm yeah. sweating this and that. And then when you go on, you're just like you take over and then people really get inspired by that. And I think that's dope. Thanks. For you. We got uh, one more here. Keep it anonymous. Yes, ma'am. I mean, sir. It could be a sir, too. Ma'am, sir. <laughs> Ma'am, sir, both. Uh, what is your take on the emerging K-pop industry with bands like BTS that are speaking at UN and are on Times Magazine? I think uh, it's really important. Like, K-pop, they're, like, the face of South Korea, mm -hmm. like, right now. Um, they're representing their whole culture, and it's very South Korean culture. However, it's been global, mm -hmm. and it's going global. And I think it's really dope because it's kind of like an ambassador type thing, kind of like Rihanna with Barbados or whatever, that they're speaking at the UN and like uh, being very vocal on like, because they're traveling the whole world. They're experiencing everything through their South Korean lens or whatnot. But um, I did want to talk about like K-pop is like a very scary like industry industry as well. Right. Because, you know, like One Direction, they were like made like to be One Direction. Mm -hmm. Like none of them really knew each other. And like South Korea, like in the K-pop industry, these kids are like born and they're like made into these K-pop stars. Did you watch the Shane documentary? On I did this? not watch it. Oh my god, that's why it. I'm over here geeking because I'm like, oh my god, let me not give my opinion because it's okay. all Shane. I need to watch. I need to watch it. Yes, but, but like literally, it's it's the scariest thing because they're like born and like created and curated into it, kind of like Michael Jackson, mm -hmm. and but this is everybody like right. almost in the industry, and Oops. they don't necessarily get all the money either. It's like, I think the BTS especially like aren't they not like the same consistent members? It's like they get yeah, like shuffled cycled. out, and yeah. yeah, and it's supposed to be like okay, they're training and then they're doing it. They're like working these long hours, like they're they're fainting, they're exhausted. That's not like good for their health, and then. At the end, you know, they just get this like small pay, and then they're used up and done by the time. And like, I feel like 25. they don't really fully understand everything because mm -hmm. they've been born and bred into this. They're just like, oh, I'm just doing this, and like right. they don't understand the huge fame that they get. Like, they're, everyone's crazy for them, like all over the world, not just mm -hmm. South Korea. Like literally, you, they've been There's charting so in the U.S. There's so many people in the U.S. that yeah. love BTS, which is crazy. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that much about uh, the, like industrialized side of it that yeah. they're like you know formed and whatever i when it comes to a group like one direction i don't have a problem with that but i don't know the depth of how k-pop does it um just because it works and there's a big prize that they do get um for example zayn uh malik like he got a whole career launch off of that yeah. his and wasn't that's good for him his wasn't bad at all because yeah. it was just like in the course of like two years or three years it's like hey just right. join this group and even though he didn't want to be part of the group it's Didn't whatever they start off on a show or something yeah x, yeah. x factor i think in yeah. simon Cowell but k-pop it's like literally but yeah i don't i don't like i don't know of. about that so i would have to look into it but i think that the question that's being asked as far as you know being on uh speaking at un and and on time magazine i think in general uh it's extremely important that we've uh 
show the same amount of value to art and culture that we do to our sciences and everything like that uh, just because yeah there's so much influence coming from that it's changes the world in so many different ways and we should hear from the people that are changing the world and maybe that gives a chance if they were formed into this thing kind of like a assembly factory or something at least now they get to speak at the un from you know their own voices and you get to hear what they're really like um and yeah i think i think it's cool <laughs> i don't know yeah well, is that all the questions? That's all the questions. Thank you guys for sending those Thank in. Thank you so much. Thank you. Feel free to send in more at any time um, yeah. on our Twitter, on Instagram, um, and on our email, strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com. Well, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Strange Flavors. It's been another week. Another flavor. A little less stranger. See you next time. Peace. Yeah. Long hair like I'm Jasmine. I'm Jasmine. I'm riding.